Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is your host, Mark Bruce, with the Fitcher and Performance Podcast. Um, so today I'm going to talk about stress and how it could be affecting your progress and or what to do. So, you know, my question to you is, are you an athlete? Are you an adult that's training? And you just seem like you're going through the motions. You know, you're trying to work hard. You're trying to train hard. Um, and throughout the process, you know, you just think that you're pushing the limits every session, but you're coming back and feeling worse and worse and worse. You're noticing your sleep is getting disrupted. You're noticing you're having more aches and pains. Well, I want you to keep listening because we're going to dive into that. What's going on, everyone? This is your host, Mark Bruce. Welcome back to the Fit Strength Performance Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about the perfect microcycle for basketball players. Now, I get this question a lot with my collegiate level as well as um, pro guys that I've worked with, um, but this will go for high school players. Um, even middle school players, dependent, um, you know, young kids, you're, you're very adaptable. You can recover quicker because your intensities aren't as high as some of your, uh, some of the older athletes. So you can get away with doing more, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't take into account stress. So when you think of basketball, when you think of training, when you think of sports in general and adaptations, stress, you have to understand stress. And I've done, uh, I've done a, I've had a podcast about or an episode about stress so you can circle back to it if you don't understand stress then you won't really understand adaptation how and how to attack it so when it when you look at trying to achieve a result you you have to understand that you have to stress your body you know it's called the you know it's the said principle as well as sra said principle is a specific adaptation to an imposed demand Meaning you have to do something specifically to your body to allow for an adaptation, um, and then you're you know you're imposing this demand on your body to do something. The SRA response is stimulus response to an adaptation. You have to stimulate your body. Your body has to respond, and then you can adapt. If you are overly stimulating, your body will respond, but the adaptation will probably be negative. So in this process of achieving this, achieving a result, you know, basketball players want to improve their skill, they want to improve their ball handling, they want to improve their finishing, they want to improve their ability to change a direction, their speed, their vertical, their jump shot. So you have to, um, you have to stimulate. You have to stimulate your body so it can adapt or it can respond and then it can adapt. If you don't, if you don't put on enough stimulus, so if you look at the skills of basketball, if you don't shoot enough jump shots, you're not going to stimulate your body enough to respond and adapt. So if you're someone that goes into the gym and you get, you know, you're in the gym for like three hours and you get like, I don't know, maybe 300 kind of low level, not really specific um, jump shots or three pointers or, you know, a couple ball handling drills here, a couple attacks, a couple threes, a couple pull ups. You're not really working on footwork. You're kind of just messing around. You're not really stimulating your body so it can respond. You know, that's why your training should be specific and target a certain a certain aspect of the game. The same thing goes with training in the weight room. So if we look at the, 
the micro calendar, so the micro cycle, which is the weekly calendar, and this will build off the mesocycle, the, the mesocycle, and the macro cycle. Um, you have to allow your body to get stimulated so it can adapt. So for so for my athletes, for my older athletes, I always say like, have hard days, have easy days, because if you don't have easy days, if you look back to um, the super compensation uh, chart. Once you stimulate and fatigue your body, you're going to decline, decline in performance. But in order to improve your performance, you have to fatigue and decline and then give your, pod, your body enough time to respond and adapt. Um, but if you constantly live in fatigue, in this fatigue state, you can't increase. You can't improve. That's where you see the soft tissue injuries. That's where you see the lack of performance, getting slower, not jumping higher, or just plain out plateaus and you're performing the same way. You know, like you're very inconsistent with your jump shot or you still can't get, you know, you can get by average defenders, but you can't get by above average defenders. You know, if you're a defend, if you're a defensive guy, you can stop average ball handlers. But when it comes to an elite level ball handler, you can't get by them. Same thing in the weight room, same thing with plyometrics and vertical. You know, you might be able to jump 24 inches on your best day, but you can't get above that. And even on days leading up to testing your vertical, you're constantly underperforming. So when you, when you go to test your vertical, you try to go dunk, you're going to rim rocket, you're not going to get there, you're going to perform low. So if, you, if you're living in constant fatigue and constant stress, you won't see that result. So when you look at your weekly calendar, I always I, I challenge basketball players to think of the game um, you know, as a trainer, as a coach. What are the days, what are the moves, what are the skills that are very, very intense? And intense means like heavy eccentric loading. So finishing hard at the rim, a lot of planting, you know, change of direction, cone drill, you know, for your bigs, it's a lot of these big time, you know, finishes and dunking, or you're taking it from the perimeter and they're changing hard because if you have a, guy, a big guy who's like 240 pounds or 200 pounds or 180 pounds and 6'6", and you're having them take the ball from the perimeter and you're doing attack dribble and change of direction and finishing hard at the rim, that's intense because you're eccentrically loading them. So that's going to be a hard day. If you look at just jump shots, you know, you're going to work on your, you know, your 10-foot jump shots. You're going to work on coming off a screen. You're going to work on, you know, pick and pops. You're going to work on catch and shoot. That's not really intense, right? You might get tired just because aerobically you're getting a lot of shots. You're, you know, you're moving a little bit. Um, but if you're just catching and shooting, that's a lower intense day. So you can get away with doing more of that. And you can get away with that being more of a recovery day. So, you know, I think one of the problems is when athletes hear like, oh, you need to recover and take days off. They, they think or people have told them, like, you literally have to pick your feet up and do nothing. Well, that's kind of the worst thing you can do because blood flow will stimulate recovery. Again, you have to factor in, you know, with recovery, you have to factor in, you know, are you doing too much, right? Are you going to the gym getting shots up? Then all of a sudden your boy comes in and it's like, let's get ones in. And now you're doing something intense, but it was supposed to be a recovery day. Or, you know, you're like, I'm going to go to the weight room, just move around a little bit. But then you're like, oh, I'm actually going to test my trap bar deadlift today because I'm just, you know, people are here. I'm going to impress some people. Um, so with that being said, you know, I, I like to think of Mondays, you know, for my higher level athletes, I don't know. Mondays sometimes to me aren't 
like the crazy intense day because you never know what the weekend's going to bring. If you have a nice, re if you have a responsible athlete, if you have an athlete that's taking care of their body, then, you know, Mondays can be your intense day. It's your wake up to like, all right, I'm setting the tone this week. Um, so for my athletes who are very responsible, you know, they're not going out on the weekends, they're not partying, they're not eating like crap, you know, they're not, they're, they're not, um, they're not staying up real late and getting bad sleep. You know, Mondays is going to be an intense day. You know, so it could be, you know, we're going to we're going to train intensely in the weight room. So it's either going to be a very high central nervous system day where we're either lifting very heavy or we're doing, you know, whether it's French con French contrast training, high, you know, lower volume but very intense movements including plyometrics and then what they do on the court is going to be intense too. You know, so it could be you're, you know, you're, you're, you're attacking at the rim, you're changing direction at a high level, you're, you're putting in a lot of work. Um, you know, so, so if you spread out those sessions, you can get away with two intense training sessions. You can have your AM skills training or your AM lift, and then you can have your evening, your PM skills session or your PM lift. For athletes that really, that are lacking the performance side of basketball, Meaning, you know, they need to get stronger, they need to get faster, their their body breaks down, um, and they have no problem with getting into skill work. I'd prefer them to train in the morning because there's a there's a high likelihood that they miss that evening training session in the PM, but they won't miss that skills training session. Um, so I'd prefer them to train early in the morning, and then train get their skill work in between like three and six p.m. and then the day's called that you know at, um, you know, seven or eight and they can get a good night's sleep. Um, that's my preference because most, most of my athletes, they need the performance side of things to improve their footwork, to improve their rate of force development, to improve their strength, um, to work out movement patterns since they're breaking down. And that means Tuesday, Tuesday should be more of a less intense, more recovery based day whether it is, you know, getting up a lot of shots for your guards, you're, you're, you're getting threes from all different direction, you're picking popping, you know, you can even work on the ball, you know, ball screens, but you're working on floaters, you're working on like, you know, step back jumpers, you're working on fadeaways, you're working on different, um, you know, different finishes that aren't trying to dunk at the rim, that aren't like taking on contact with a pad. And then in your, the weight room training session, um, this would be, you know, for some of my athletes, we do an upper, lower, upper, lower split. So this could be your upper body day. And this might be done after your skills training session because I don't want to fatigue your upper body before you get on the court. Because if, if you're shooting poorly and your arms are heavy, well then, you know, you might not be too happy with me. Um, so this would be your more recovery-based day. And then Wednesday could be more of an intense day, Thursday recovery, Friday intense, and then Saturday could be your, your you know, your pickup day, and then you can smidgen in, you know, um, Wednesday could be pickup, Saturday can be pickup, and then the rest could be your skills and training in the weight room. Um, so that's typically how I like to break down that micro cycle for a basketball player, and the same thing goes for high school and middle school players. You know, you need to have hard days and you need to have recovery days, but your recovery day can't be sit up and do nothing obviously with high school kids who are in school uh, middle school kids who have school you know they may just have to focus on school and not do too much but that just that doesn't mean at home you know buy a program 
from a coach online and you, you work on some mobility, some skipping patterns, lower, lower levels, do a couple sprints, nothing too crazy, and then you call it a day for 30 minutes. That'll give you more bang for your buck. Um, so the two options that you could focus on would be either a Monday, Wednesday, um, and Thursday intense training sessions, both in the weight room and um, on the court. And that means Tuesday and Friday would be more of a recovery-based session, whether it's upper body focused, whether it's mobility focused, isometric focused. And then, you know, that Friday won't be as intense if you play pickup on Saturday because, right, you really want to show up and, you know, perform at a high level. Um, you could also do a Monday, Tuesday intense training sessions with a Wednesday recovery Thursday intense, Friday recovery, Saturday your skills and recovery, Sunday recovery. That is also an option. Um, some of my athletes, they'll train Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Thursday in the weight room and we'll, we'll periodize based on the intensities and what they're doing on the skill. Sometimes they'll do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday so they get the weekend to fully recover where they're just doing pickup on the weekend. Um, high school kids, it's a different beast because AAU. And then, you know, for college kids, you want to also prepare your body to handle what your college season will look like. You know, when I played in college, we played Friday and Saturday games. So that means you need to start preparing your body to handle back-to-back -back intense days if you're a high-minute player. Um, so that might mean closer to the season, your training is going to have two back-to-back -back intense days, and then you're going to recover and then, you know, make sure that you know, your body is, is responding appropriately because you don't want to enter the season and all of a sudden you have back-to-back -back games and after the first game you gave it your all, you put up 30, best game ever, and then the next day, boom, you had nothing in the tank. That happened to me a number of times where I would have 21, 24 points, it was a great game, played a lot of minutes, and then the next day, right, my legs weren't underneath me, my jump shot wasn't falling, weren't making right decisions on the court, minutes got sliced. Um, so that could have been changed if my, if my body and mind were mentally prepared for that. So make sure that if you're training hard for two or three days in a row, you're recovering, you're, you're spending time off your feet, or just doing lighter movements, working on weak points, um, ankle mobility, hip mobility, working on skipping patterns, rhythm, low-level movements like that. Um, that's going to help you... Uh, know recover and perform at a high level the next day but also see the adaptations um, so when you're thinking about what you're doing each week and for coaches players parents you know you need to keep that at the forefront you need to make sure that you're having hard days but you're not just going hard day hard day um, hard day hard day hard day so your body can recover because a lot of athletes will do a hard day on Monday in the weight room no skills, a hard training session in the skills on Tuesday, hard weight room session Wednesday, hard skills training Thursday, hard weight room session Friday, Saturday's a hard skill. So every day you're, you're every day is intense. So you're never recovering. So I'd rather you have two hard training sessions on a Monday and take Tuesday off. Or it's just a skill day, working on like the, the real technical aspects of your sport. And you go and you and you focus you focus on that um, throughout your week, and then every cycle, every month, you're changing up some of the things you're doing. You're focusing on different qualities, so you're not overworking the same systems. I hope that breaks things down a little bit for you. 
Um, again, if you have any questions, you know, DM me on social media, fitstrength underscore performance. Send me an email, mark at fit-strength.com, and, we'll, and I'll be sure to get, you know, get, get back to you and help you reach your goals. Have an awesome day, and thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.